to Annette Ferguson in audio. So today I have the absolute pleasure of speaking to Avon Helen. Avon is a consultant, coach, mentor, and award-winning online marketer specializing in helping B&Bs guest houses, inns, and small hotels to reduce their commissions to online travel agents, attract more direct bookings, fill rooms in the low season, and charge more. Avon, thank you so much for joining us today. Hello, Annette. It's my pleasure to be here. Avon, why don't you tell us a little bit about kind of how you've got to where you are, what your story is, and, uh, and why you do what you do? Okay, so my story goes back a number of years, actually, um, to uh, let's start with the year 2000 when um, I bought, uh, my family and I bought a Oh, Yvonne, you've broken up. We're breaking up. Ah. The, with our children. And so we opened this bed and breakfast business and it was just a hobby and I just did it when I felt like it. Fast forward to 2004 when my husband lost his job and we didn't know really where to what, what to do next. So we decided that we would close the B&B, rent, uh, close the house, house up, rent it out and move back to the UK. And so we moved back to the UK. We were in the UK between 2005 and 2009. And in that relatively short space of time, quite a lot of things happened. Um, unusual and interesting and challenging things mostly. <laughs> But, but the, the thing that, that, that happened most to me was that I, it was at that time that the internet was just really starting to get going. Facebook, I think, had just started, or just started to get popular anyway. I think, I don't know if YouTube had started by then. This is 2006. Um, but it, it was like that time when the internet was just exploding on the scene and everybody and his dog were kind of offering, you know, new technology and, and new ways to make money online while sitting in your jamas or on the beach. And, you know, all <laughs> that stuff was just starting. Anyway, I was completely sucked into it. I just, I was like a sponge and I just gobbled up all the information that I could find. And my husband even went over to the US to study with one of these new, newly appointed uh, gurus to understand it. And you know what? We didn't really understand it, but we, we adopted it anyway. We started a business. We were selling champagne online. I mean, I was just talking to somebody the other day. We had an online shop. We had an online payment system. We had a, a website with a, a business system attached to it. I mean, this is a long time ago now. And, and back in those days, I don't know anybody else who was doing mm. that. Probably were, but, you know, it was very much at the, at the kind of cutting edge. Anyway, that business failed. And then we started it again, another business in a different guise, uh, all around champagne. And then we had the crash of 2008 and we lost everything. And, and, and over this four years, as I say, it was very, very challenging, both emotionally and financially. Mm-hmm. Okay. To the point where in uh, the, uh, towards the end of 2009, in September 2009, um, we had a disaster at home where the house that we were renting in the UK actually caught fire and burned down. And we ended up living in a caravan for four months. Oh, my goodness. Because we had no money. The business had gone. Um, we had we, we cashed in our pension schemes. We'd gone through our savings. We, we spent all the money we got from Moet. You know, we were completely out of out of ideas and out of money. And then, to, you know, and then there we were living in a caravan. Anyway, so by Christmas 2009, I was totally, you know, we were in a very bad, in very bad shape. 
as a family mm. um, and financially. And so we decided that we would go back to France because the tenants had left. So in the beginning of 2010, we went back to France because I thought if, if all else fails, I can just reopen the B&B. And, you know, people come, they stay overnight, and in the morning they give you money. And then you can go to the supermarket and get some food. It was literally like that. It was literally hand-to-mouth. And then, you know, people started coming and I wasn't really doing much with it. I just reopened it in the same way that I was running it before. And people started coming and then the gas got cut off because we couldn't pay that bill. And then the final straw came in March when the bailiffs came with papers to repossess the French house because we hadn't paid the mortgage for a year. So I don't know, if, Annette, if you've ever had one of those moments where you think, crikey. Mm. I, I just can't go on like this anymore. Yeah. 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 And so I had one of those moments and mm. I sat down and, you know, had a breakdown really. Of course. Of course. If I'm, I'm honest. And well, once I kind of picked myself up, you know, a couple of hours later, I thought to myself, somebody's got to do something here. And I looked around and there only seemed to be me. So I got to work. I wrote a letter to the bank uh, about the mortgage. I gave them a proposal on how I was going to make this B&B work. I gave them the whole nine yards, the whole saga, everything that had happened since my husband got made redundant from Moet, uh, all of the stuff that happened in the UK. <clears throat> and I, I laid it all out and I sent them a proposal and I just held my breath until they replied. Anyway, they sent a letter back and they accepted my proposal and I thought, oh God, I got to do something now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is where the scary stuff starts. Yeah, I'm thinking, God, I promised them this and I've promised them that and I, did, I didn't know what to do. I really didn't know how to make more than 10 grand a year from the B&B because that's all I'd ever made in the past as a hobby. I really didn't have any clue, but I had all this knowledge that I had gained from those four years in the UK, even though we'd failed twice, I had learned so much about online marketing, technology, and the internet. Yes. And I, what I did is I poured my heart and soul and all of that knowledge into my little B&B &B business. I made it into four rooms. I moved everybody out of their bedrooms so that we could, we could rent out four nice rooms with bathrooms. Mm -hmm. And I just put all of that into, into that business. I had no clue whether it would work or not. But I thought, I've got to do this. I've got to try. I've got to try. And I set a goal to make 40,000 euros that year, which was way out of my comfort zone, way out of it. And that year I made 50 grand, just over 50 grand. So that's five times what you'd been used to making and you turned it around within one year. And the following year I made 103,000. Yvonne, that is incredible. That is absolutely incredible. And you know what? Thank you. Thank you, Annette. It was. It, it, but, but the thing that was the most incredible was the first year. Mm. because once I had made that 50 grand, I knew that I could then double it again. Yeah. But it was that first year going from pretty much nothing and no, no knowledge of really how to do it that turned me into somebody else, if you get what I mean. I absolutely get what you mean. I had a moment um, when, when, I'd, when I'd reached 40 grand, I reached the 40 grand in October and I thought, gosh, you know, I was just so shocked. And I thought, I wonder if I can make 50. And it was like 
two months left of the year when the season was slowing down, but I carried on doing all of the stuff that I'd learned to do and that was working. And by the time I closed the business on the 19th or 20th of December for Christmas, family came, Mm. I'd made about 49,500 and something. And I thought, well, I've given it my best shot. I didn't quite make the 50. I've given it my everything. I'm just going to be happy with that. Yeah. And so the business was closed, the B&B was closed, family were there. And then on New Year's Eve, someone phoned up. (laughs) (laughs) And they they were uh, two couples driving back to the UK from Switzerland and they wanted to stay on New Year's Eve and have dinner. Okay. And I said, yes. And that was it. That was, that just hit me over the 50 grand. I just, you, I can't explain the feeling. I can't explain how amazing it, it felt to actually have, made, have done that. And that I'm was sure. the point that really changed everything for me. That, that moment was the point that changed everything for me. And I knew that whatever happened, I would be okay. And you've done more than okay since then, because as you said, you went on the following year to even double, over double that amazing achievement. Yes. And then, so what happened next was, well, once I, when I'd made that 103,000 in the second year, I felt like I'd stumbled on something that no one else knew about in this industry. Mm. And it, it really turned out that I had. And the thing that I knew about that most people, it seems to pass most people by in this industry are the three crucial business systems. And I'm sure you're familiar with them. Mm. You have to have a way to get customers. And in, and in our case, in hospitality, you have to have a way to get guests yes. to attract them. You have to have a way to encourage them to buy more from you that will that will enhance their enjoyment with you and obviously make you more money. Yes. You have to have that system in place. And the third system you have to have in place is you have to have a way to have them coming back. So that means making offers to them. Mm-hmm. And I would say that in my experience over the last four years since I started Bed and Breakfast Coach, which is my coaching and mentoring and consulting business, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. my experience is that they most people in the bed and breakfast guest house at the kind of smaller end of the industry don't have these systems in place because when you think about it, and I was one of those people as well, when we first opened our B&Bs before the internet, there was no way that you could do any of that. You just made a nice home and you made nice, lots of nice accessories and you cooked a delicious breakfast and you just opened the doors and waited for people to come, to people to drop by. And perhaps put a sign on the road. Yeah, and perhaps, yeah, put a sign on the road and mm. maybe put some brochures out to local restaurants and mm-hmm. stuff like that. All of that kind of, you know, offline old world thing. Yeah. And I'm not saying that that stuff doesn't work anymore, but there's so much more you can do now mm. with the internet. You, but the today's equivalent, today's equivalent of doing all of that stuff that we used to do, which is like waiting. Yes is putting listing with online travel agents mm, and, and hoping that people stumble across your B&B. Yeah. And then you pay for that privilege. Of course, you of course. pay at least 15% to, to the online travel agencies to bring you guests, but you're still not in control of your business. You're still doing it the old way. And you know, that may be okay. That may work for, for some people. If you're in a really heavily populated tourist area or heavily visited tourist area, it probably works very well. But you're always at the mercy of an external force who, that is controlling your business. 
And again, in my experience of working with many hospitality business owners over the last four years is, is that that is getting increasingly difficult, more difficult to bear. Yes, I'm sure. It's like, it's like an external force has some kind of psychological grip on you. And no matter how much you do for your guests and no matter how much you pay, because it's pay to play with the commissions, no matter how much you pay these people, you still don't have that feeling, that peace of mind that you're in charge. And, and that is, is the thing that I help people with the most. That's awesome, Yvonne, because I, I know that, you know, I think, I think in any area of our lives, when we don't feel in control, actually that's when things become overwhelming and that's when things become really hard. And so it's, you know, it's awesome. It's like, it's like the joy goes out of it, mm. you know? I mean, I have, I have heard this so many times from clients that I've worked with, you know, this is what they've learned has completely changed their life and they're excited again. That's awesome. Because, because the joy has come back. And, you know, this hospitality thing that we do is such a joyful industry to be in, you know, where you're taking care of people and, you know, you're welcoming into your property and there's something very intimate and, and kind of, I don't know, basic and, you know, it kind of speaks to, it's, it's heartfelt, you know, yes. it's, it's a heartfelt industry. And now it's, it's kind of been all of that joy that, that we used to experience has kind of been sucked out into like a mechanical machine that kind of churns out guests for people in, in a commodity style fashion. And that puts us all to disadvantage because the only differentiation point is price. And that's a very dangerous place to be. Yeah. And there's no low, there's no limit to how low, you know, some properties will go just to get heads in beds. And then that, that has a knock on effect to everyone else. You know, the whole thing has just been kind of sabotaged, I think. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying that these online travel agencies don't have a place. They do. They do. But you have to bear in mind that there is a cost and it's sometimes a, a hidden cost, not, not a monetary cost. Yeah, and there's also a cost to the guest in that situation too, right? Right, there is, there is, there is. Both because somebody's got to pay that commission, mm. okay? And so the, the property owner has to put their prices up. But the, the main cost, I think, is when the joy has gone out of the business because you're constantly at the mercy of external forces, mm. then that that produces a kind of underlying energy of anxiety, which then translates, you know, the, the guests can feel it. Of course, of course. And so I think everybody has, you know, in, in some way been affected by this in, in, in a not very positive way. And so I'm out to change that. Awesome. So, so tell, tell us how you're, uh, how you're helping your, your clients do that. How are you helping them make that shift? So I have, uh, I have two online programs and an, and an e-learning center on my website, which is bedandbreakfastcoach.com. My uh, e-learning center is individual training modules. If you just want help with social media or you just want help on what to blog about or you need to know what the basic housekeeping principles are or if you want to know how to sort your finances out, you just want individual standalone training with no help at all just to train, just to, to, to do by yourself, then I have my e-learning center. My next program is like an entry level program with coaching and mentoring. So you get to, um, you get help from me and my team. 
Um, there's uh, regular calls online. It's all done online. Everything is online, of course. You know, I'm an online mm, marketer. Of course. So, you know, online is where I where I I earned my stripes, and it's uh, where I can do my best work. It's more time efficient. It's it's more cost efficient to work online. And means that you can, of course, uh, work with businesses all over the world too. And I do. I work with businesses all over the world. Um, so my entry level program is really for very small B&Bs or guest houses or inns as they're called in the USA um, or people who are just starting out and just want some basic, you know, basic knowledge of, of how it, how a B&B business works in the 21st century. Mm. And, and, then and, and how to run it profitably and, and take more money from it. Yes, because here's the thing, Annette, and you'll, you'll relate to this, I'm mm. sure, is that many people don't even pay themselves. Yes, and, 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 but they're putting in so much work, right? They're making oh, their home this beautiful, amazing place. They're, every morning they're having to get up and cook breakfasts for guests. And yeah, to me, if, um, you know, when, when people do that, they should be remunerated for it. You should be able to get money out. So yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's one thing that everyone you know is passionate to my heart is, is people getting more money out their business. And, and your B&B is a business. Um, so you should be getting money out. Yes, yes. So that's one of the things that um, I insist on that you, you know, you have to pay yourself, even if it's only, you know, ten quid. It doesn't matter. Doesn't. It's it's the habit of valuing yourself and and the work that you're putting in is really important. Um, and then there's my higher level program, which is the one that really excites me the most. This is where the big breakthroughs happen. This is where people have life, life changing moments. And this is where I primarily deal with those three systems that I was just talking about earlier, how to get more guests, how to attract more guests and specifically the guests that you want, not just any old guest, but the guests that you can best serve because of who you are. It's really important in this business to be welcoming people that you like. Yeah. And so, and so I do um, a deep dive exercise on like, excavating, you know, who you are. Who, who are you? Why are you? Why are you living where you're living? Why did you choose your B&B in that area? You know, what is it about your area that, that people come to and that you can talk with authority about? Because that is intrinsic value that no one can put a price on. And this is really one of the fundamental things that I did with my own B&B. Because, you know, I, I said to myself, how can I stand out from, you know, amongst 300 other B&Bs in my area? You know, what have we got that they don't have? And, and that, everyone has it. Everyone has it. But we're often overlooking it. And once I kind of got straight on that, that's when my business started to take off. So, you know, if you if you got... Um, a lovely bed and breakfast and it's got some antiques and nice, you know, nice ornaments and things like that, then you want you to think about, you know, do I really want to welcome children? Mm, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. You know, it's not that I don't like children. I love children. I've got two of my own and I'm, I know you have two. Yes. But, you know, it, it's not the same as having them in your, ba in your business. It's of not course. the same thing. And you, and you can choose, you can yeah. choose, it's your business. Yeah, I say this to people all the time, you get to decide how you run yeah. your business because it's yours. That's part of the beauty of it. You know, as long, obviously within the realms of the law, as long as you're not breaking any laws, you get to decide how you run your business. And you're right, if you have a B&B &B and you don't want children or you don't want animals or whatever it might be, that's okay. It is okay. And it's okay to turn people away yeah. because you don't think they're a right fit yes. as well. 
So, um, so I, that is my higher level program. So it deals primarily with attracting guests, how to find your, the perfect guests for you online, how to interact with them, how to attract them, how to build a relationship with them before they've even, even booked with you. Um, and then how to uh, develop more products and services that they would love. They would love to buy from you. So presenting opportunities for them to enjoy themselves even more while adding to your bottom line. And then the third system is making consistent offers to them on a regular basis, giving them more opportunities to buy from you again, which is the third fundamental business system. So I didn't invent these systems, you know, I wish I had, but I just applied them. I applied them to my hospitality business, to my B&B, and that's what I teach other people to do. And then, you know, you have this kind of sense that, yes, this is mine. Finally, this is mine. Finally, I control it and I can do what I want to do within, as you say, within the confines of the law and the regulations and whatever. But it really is yours. And, and, and that's when the joy comes back. That's when the excitement comes back. And that's where, you know, people get enormous breakthroughs. I love that program. I love that, Yvonne. It's, um, it's completely awesome. So if you had one like top tip that you want to give away to people working in, or, or sorry, rather owning B&Bs, guest houses in small hotels. So in that group of people, if there's one thing that you should, you know, say, go away, do this, or think about this, or think about this differently, what's your top tip that you would, uh, that you would give them? My top tip. I think that I think the big realization that most people have, and it's one to kind of put out there, is that the internet is for everyone. Mm-hmm. It's not just for the online travel agents or people with deep pockets. It's for everyone. And so if there's one thing I would say is get yourself educated on how it, it can work for you in your hospitality business. Whether you work with me or you work with somebody else, that has got to be your focus. You've got to learn how to implement these three systems. You've got to learn how to use technology. You've got to know how a, a bed and breakfast or a guest house or an inn can work for you in the 21st century because it's changed so much. And there's many, many people out there who are operating or trying to operate in the same way that they always have. And, you know, it, it's sad because people come to me often and they say, you know, I've tried everything, you know, I've been, I'm on the booking, I'm on the online booking sites. Um, I'm, the guests aren't respecting me. They're cancelling. I'm out of money. I'm on, I'm, I'm at the end of my tether. It's the last drop. Don't wait that long. It's not necessary to wait that long. If you feel that you think you might be disappearing or you might be falling downwards or you're not you're not feeling the joy of your business, then reach out and get some help because there is a totally different way to run a B&B guest house in or small hotel in the 21st century and it is available to you. I love that, Yvonne. I love it. And to help people as well, if people are listening to this before or on the 17th of August, you have an online training coming up too, right? I do. A free online training. Yes. And um, we, can we put the link somewhere? Of course. Or? Yeah, we'll put the link in the show notes um, for right. people that want to get that. And can you give people a little bit of an idea of what the topic for that is? Yes, it, the topic is about those three systems awesome. and it's about it's about how you can and I'm going to give some examples, case studies, I'm going to have some of my some of my past clients will be on the on the um online training as well. It's going to be live training. I'm going to be showing you how to use the internet to attract more guests, to uh, 
offer more products and services to book, booked in guests, build relationships and have them coming back asking for more. I love it. So for anyone who is running a B&B guest house in small hotel, they absolutely need to be on that online training, I think, um, in order to um, help their business get the, their business to where they want to get it to, um, yeah. which is totally awesome. Like I said, we're going to share all Yvonne's uh, links, her website, her social media links, all in the show notes for you. Um, and... Thank you so much, Yvonne. I think this has been a super helpful, uh, super helpful session for people in the hospitality industry. Um, I hope that they all come and follow you and, uh, and speak to you because I think that it will be super useful for them, um, in, as I say, in getting their business to where they want to get to, making sure that they're taking the money out their business that they want and make sure that they're serving the amazing guests that they want to serve as well at the same time to bring that joy uh, into their business. So uh, thank you so much for today, Yvonne. You're welcome, Ed. Thank you so much for having me. It's such a delight. Thank you. No problem. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the podcast. I would love if you want to go into iTunes and leave a review for this podcast. And I look forward to being in your ears again soon.